0: Are you used to are you getting used to doing like all these sort of international interviews and things like that cuz it's only been what a year or a couple of years that you've been really yeah. exposed.
1: <laughs> yeah. man, I've gotten used to it. I I think I, I started doing some of these interviews um 2014, so it's been yeah, about a year and a half or something like that. Late 2014, but yeah, I'm getting used to it, man. Before I was like I was real quiet and, like, I didn't know what to say. I, and I was, like, very, very uh, careful with what I would say as well. But, you know, I had never had that type of um, attention, you know, in my in my whole life. And then it kind of just, it kind of, it was like turning on a, a light switch, you know, from one day to the next. People wanted to interview me and, and find out some some things about myself, so... Yeah, it was a big. Uh, you know, it was something to get used to, mm. you know, and it took some time.
0: A big shift.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man.
0: Um, and you've got a you've got a new book that's coming out soon as well.
1: Yes, man. I'm. I, what I try to do is I try to release two books a year. Now it sounds like a lot, but it's 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 really not. I'm always writing. I'm always working. So, Mm. but I try to do like like two books a year, maybe seven months apart, six months apart. You know. Um, yeah, I got this new book coming out finally. It's it's um it's a collection of short stories, and it's not prose or poetry or anything like that. And um, a lot of the actually a lot of the the poems and prose that I post on social. Now you'll get to see like where all this stuff comes from, you know, and, and um they're more like they're they're not they're not that short, but they're more like novellas. Some some of them are like twenty thousand words. Wow. And then you have like the yeah, yeah, no, the book is huge. It's it's like five hundred pages. I might even <laughs> split it into two because Yeah, I might I might split it into two because uh there's always some sort of issue with the the bookstores. Mm. having a book that thick, you know, to place it on the shelves, Yeah, yeah, it's an issue always. So there, there's always, like, some sort of regulation. Unless you're, like, a best-selling uh, author or New York Times-selling author, then it's okay. But <laughs> for guys like me that's kind of, like, doing it independent and stuff like that, they, you know, you have a different set of rules. And I think that's one of them. At least my Barnes & Noble vendor and my Liberty Books vendor, they were like, oh, the books have to be 300 pages or less. So uh yeah I have to figure out what I'm going to do but yeah the the book is is great man I just got my second edit from my editor and she was like I'm really I'm really into these stories she's like this book is going to do so well and this and that so kind of it kind of made me feel good about the work because it's a risk for me because people are so used to reading poems and and prose off me so when they get like this book of short stories you know, it's a, it's a totally different mindset. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like a big risk for me, but it's something I have to do because I'm so attached to the whole idea of, you know, this guy's a poet, and it's like, no, I'm not a poet. I, I, I'm more of a an artist. Like, I like to tell stories. I like to paint i like to sculpt i I do all my artwork within all my books by the way i do all the covers with the artwork inside i do everything yeah so it's like a lot of people don't know that but i'm i I do almost i do everything in other words but but anyways yeah this book is totally different it's a big risk for me but i feel like it's it's a it might be a good move you know i I believe in it that much and also it's it's an introduction to a novel that i'm going to release later this year uh, maybe in, in December or November so I'm kind of like getting my readers and 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 people that follow my work into reading longer pieces and eventually you know reading a, a full-length novel that I that I have uh, completed last year so this book is, a, is an introduction to 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 that to, to a novel that I'm planning to release this year but yeah yeah it's gonna be a good
0: Greetings to you wherever you're listening to this episode. Welcome to Coming Up Next, I'm Alistair Marks, and this is the Ramble Hour. On this week's episode, we have a very, very special guest. He is an Amazon best-selling author. He's an artist who's found his voice through social media. You can find him on Instagram at rmdrake. You can find him on Facebook under RM Drake. His prose has been shared by people such as Madonna, Britney Spears, and the Kardashians. And if you're unfamiliar with his work, I highly recommend you jump on one of those aforementioned platforms. It's some soul-nourishing stuff, my friends. Coming up next this week, R.M. Drake. It's really inspiring to see people who... A really genuinely kind of following their passion and you know just having a really prolific output of um, of content and of work, and as you say it 's not necessarily about being pigeonholed into one category it 's about well actually i am i 'm just someone who loves creating art and creating exactly. uh, things that people can relate to on on some level. You, you you did mention that you yeah. that people kind of do put you in the category uh as a poet and certainly that's how i discovered your work on instagram um as a, as a poet yeah. i'd love to hear how you kind of uh, i know that you you kind of started you were in um you were working in television as an art uh designer uh an art director yeah. sorry and um and you started releasing short little bits of prose on instagram i'd love to hear actually like your your kind of story was this something that you always did even as even as a kid were you writing writing and and performing
1: yeah 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 i was always doing um some sort of art as a kid and I mean I remember as, I remember writing uh comic books when I was like 11 years old and I was drawing them and writing them but it wasn't anything serious obviously it was just you know with the with the college ruled paper and just showing them to my buddies around the neighborhood but yeah I was always doing that and and I was always doing something that had to do with art there, I was doing music for a while and uh in the in the late 90s to early 2000s I was recording music i was uh not 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 performing per se, but I was more like producing like uh instrum- uh instrumentals and stuff like that oh, yeah cool and i did that i did that for a really long time and and uh in between those years i was uh writing uh poetry i was writing short stories i was um you know trying to do comic books. i was i was painting i was uh sculpting i started it was funny 'cause i i had i as a kid i would sculpt with clay uh because that was the only form of entertainment that I had at that time. Like my parents didn't have any money to buy me like, you know, video games or whatever it was, uh, at that moment. But I would get like like uh you know, paint and paint and stuff like that because it was relatively affordable for my parents, but you know it was funny because i I was sculpting like at a young age like little things you know like like um I remember doing like street fighter characters and you know things like that at that time oh, wow and then yeah when i and then when i and then I hadn't done it i I didn't do it for like probably like you know ten years and then when i when I started college in two thousand and four two thousand and five. I took some sculpting classes and it was like I don't know where I was like sculpting these really really nice uh sculptures and I remember like I remember I was always ahead of my class in that and I think I uh, you know that that's because I was I was doing it at at a young age like I was I was exposed to that but I remember like my teachers telling me like you scold like you should work for uh, Lucas Art. Like I was like in <laughs> wow, that that's awesome. type of uh, quality. Yeah, and and it was funny because that's what, that's why I'm, I'm mentioning this because I hadn't done it in like since I was a kid, like ten ten maybe twelve years. Who knows, you know? And then I just started doing it out of nowhere, and it was kind of like something that was already inside of me, you know. And as I got older, I just got better and better and better. And and it goes as well with the with the with the writing. You know, I, I feel like I'm have so much to learn and so much to, to, to grow. And, uh, I feel like it's just going to get better and better and better and better, you know? Mm. So, um, so yeah, 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 that's how, that's how that is.
0: And where did you, um, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up here in, in the United States, um, in Florida. And I was, I was going back and forth from, from San Francisco florida so but mo- mostly in uh in miami florida yeah i grew up mostly there i have family in sacramento and and um jersey and stuff like that but you know little little sometimes i would go out there for like a month and stuff like that but i mainly grew up here you know
0: mm. and did you find that miami was quite a um was a, a Good spot to grow up as a kind of creative kid. Did you feel like your creativity was nurtured and um, you were allowed to express yourself?
1: You know, when I was like growing up here, like everyone around me was the complete opposite. You know, they no one knew. Like I was always trying to get the neighborhood kids like into making music or into break dancing or into doing graffiti. Like we did all that. We did all of that stuff growing up. And I was always trying to get these guys into this stuff, and then nobody was into it. So then I would kind of like get discouraged because, um, you know, for example, like the one of the main reasons I started to 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 like draw comics and write stories and stuff like that was because I I I intentionally I wanted to do films, like I wanted to move. At that time, I didn't have any of the resources, so I just went to something that was more realistic i started drawing and and uh writing and then you know i tried to get like people involved and you know to help me out to have a team but it was it's it was impossible like nobody was into that just nobody had that type of of uh desire to create stuff like that so there were times in my life where i was just like not not inspired to do so so i had to, like find you know you know inspiration in 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 various outlets like i would listen to music i would watch films and and uh things that weren't happening to me in in, in locally you know near me so i would i would i would find inspiration in other things but growing up here in Miami i feel like i feel like i would have even if i grew up like in you know a totally different city i think i would have still had the same um Output, you know, like the same creative output, because I feel like it was more myself finding myself into other things because I wasn't too influenced with my local environment, you know, and the people around me didn't influence me at all, in other words. Mm. So I don't think so, man. Like, yeah, like to answer your question, I don't think Miami had anything to do with it. But then it's like you can't really say that because you don't know what would have happened if I would have grew up in, you know... North Carolina, or or uh, <laughs> or another state, you know. Like I don't know, you know. Like so, I can't really say, but, but that's how I feel. Like I wasn't too inspired by the things around me. Mm. You know.
0: Do you remember the first time that you ever uh, did draw something or create something, and you kind of got that feeling like this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when I did um. When I was a kid, I I, I started you know drawing on, on paper, and then I always felt like, you know, at that time, like in the nineties, it was, it was frowned upon. Man, for some reason, if you if you would say, oh, I want to be an animator, like people would be like, people would look at you like you're you're not gonna, you know, you're you're gonna be uh, broke and you're not gonna make any money and things like <laughs> yeah, that, that. But I, re- yeah, yeah, but it was it was it was you know when i was a kid i i just felt like i had to do something with art always like and and then when i got older i tried to like you know because i understood like that like i understood that like oh this this art thing is not you, it's very rare for you to, to 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 do something with it you know so even when i was in college i tried to do like um what was it that i did like nutrition i, started, I like i like i jumped into that program and then i did um I a couple of things I did. I don't even remember. I did a couple of little things like that. Like I did, I did exercise science. Like I, I was in that program for a while. And then in the end I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to art <laughs> because I just didn't, I didn't feel that connection, man. I, and I wasn't like really grasping the material. And it's not because I, I, I can't, I don't, I didn't have the potential to do that because I, I do it was just something that I just wasn't interested. And I think if you're not genuinely interested in something, you're not really going to grasp it, you know? Mm. So I was, you know, in the art program and then everything that was, everything that, that I had learned there, I was always questioning the, the program because I was like, how am I supposed to like make a living? If you guys are teaching me how to, how to paint, like everything now is digital, you know? So I had to like, learn digital on my own and that's how I like I became like an art director for Univision I was also an interactive designer for PBS for PBS kids and and uh, you know I was pretty much going towards the the art but for the TV TV and entertainment business so I was pretty much lucky man because I was so interested in art that I had that making art uh, digitally as well that I had to learn that that stuff on my own, apart from the school,
0: you know. Mm. And yeah, yeah. And so you started while you were working at Univision. You started uh, putting some of your writing out on social media. But how long had you been writing for at that point in time?
1: Yeah, like I was actually. Um, I, I to go back back and give it a, like like an actual year. I think I started writing when I first, like taking it serious, when I first got a computer, which was probably in 98, 99. Before that, I would just write on composition books, and I would just lose them and stuff like that. I didn't take it too serious.
2: Mm.
1: But yeah, yeah, I I was writing since that, that time. And then I started doing it online in 2010 through Tumblr. And it wasn't that serious. It was like, you know, like once in a while I would post something, you know. Sometimes it would be like six months I wouldn't post anything. And then, um, you know, it was like that, that type of thing. And then when I started working at Univision, which was I think like 2011, you know, I I just started posting again. And then I just, when I had discovered Instagram in 2012, I, I started doing the same thing like that and then i and then i saw how fast it was growing and then i kind of just kept on with it and then i had an account that was about uh, uh before this account i had an account and it had about 10,000 followers and then i had deleted it because i had gone through some personal stuff mm. and um yeah yeah it was crazy and then i kind of like felt bad that i had done that like because i already had like a pretty decent following and then like, i i kind of reopened a new one and and ever since that i've been doing that i've been doing this you know since since 2012 mm. and what yeah, was what yeah. was the
0: what was the thinking behind calling yourself rm drake
1: oh man that goes way it's funny man because <laughs> people people still confuse me with um the musician drake yeah yeah so, and I'm like, no, like, like people are like, oh, so you named yourself up like Drake. That's so smart, you know, because he's really, really popular right now. And I'm like, no, man, it's not I didn't even do it because of that. Like, I've been, they've been calling me Bobby Drake for years. since like the 90s. And, and this is the, the story of that. Like, like I said earlier, like I used to break that. And, and we all had like these really cool names and and stuff like that. So one of my buddies, he was like you need a really cool name. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I didn't I didn't know what to call myself. And then he's like, you know what we should call you? We should call you Bobby Drake. And then yeah. I was like, Bobby Drake, like what, from X-Men? And, and Bobby Drake in X-Men is Iceman. Yeah. That's his name, Bobby Drake. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know, it's fixed. And then everybody just, you know, started calling me Bobby Drake. And then um, when I went to college, you know, I would sign my things instead of Bobby Drake I would sign I would sign them Robert M Drake and the M being my last name which is Macias so I and it also sounded more like it it just sounded better on paper you know Robert M Drake instead of saying Robert Macias like mm. this, that just does not sound right it didn't sound like right. So I the, the, the name and that, that, that's how that came about, you know? But it's been an old name. Like here in Miami, like people know me as Bobby Drake. People still call me Bobby Drake. You know, that's funny, man. And I haven't been, uh, I haven't used that name, Bobby Drake, like the actual Bobby, like in years, you know? But yeah, there's still people around the neighborhood that, that are like, hey, Bobby Drake, what's up? You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember who, um, who were you influenced by uh, as a writer and as an artist, that kind of... People who inspired you to really expose yourself in the way that you do,
1: as a as an artist and writer, I never really, I never really, I wasn't inspired by 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 writers like authors, I, although there are some that are my favorite. But I wasn't inspired by them. I was more inspired by like like um, like like artists, like painters, and 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 like I Michelangelo. I love also, I love uh, Rembrandt. I love uh, even even some of the modern guys like uh, Warhol and and Keith Haring and Banksy. And I was more inspired by them. Mm. And although it's a, it's a different genre, but I was inspired. Like Banksy, for example. Like when I when I I had discovered Banksy a few years ago. But but um, when I started doing the the Instagram the second time around, I was inspired by Banksy because I saw like how he had like this rebel guerrilla style marketing uh and he would like just post uh with spray paint with stencils his work so then i started doing that in 2012 too i started posting like my my words small ones you know like small little excerpts in stencil form all throughout the city of miami and then i just started doing that in 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 major cities around around the u.s i haven't gone international with that but but not a lot of people know that i do that you know Mm. but yeah, so I I'm mostly inspired by artists and but not um, not writers, but although they're artists as well. But you know what I mean, like a different type of genre. Yeah,
2: yeah. You
1: know, so I was mostly inspired by those guys, and I wanted to be like that. Like I want, I still do. You know.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, yeah. The, yeah the, these are, these are all artists who really put their souls into their work, um, and you 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 know really kind of bare your soul in the in this prose that you put out in this poetry yeah. that you put out onto um onto Instagram. Um what was it like when you first started publishing it? Did you you must have felt an incredible vulnerability about putting these kind of words out into the world.
1: Yeah, man. I mean I never I never really paid too much attention to to that, like, oh I'm being so vulnerable and things like that. To me, it was always more, you know, I was just trying to express myself. And that, I think that, that was the, the main goal. I was just trying to, like, write things that made me feel good, you know, like or things I was trying to say or things I was, you know, that I had in my mind. But I think it just started like that. I, I didn't really think, like, you know, like you said, like like being so open and, and vulnerable to the, to, the, to the world and stuff like that. Mm. I didn't really pay too much attention to that until I started seeing how, how many people started to connect with that. And, and, uh, you know, as it grew, I kind of felt like, I still kind of feel like that, that, that it's like a responsibility almost, you know, because there's so many people that, that email me and send me DMs and, and, and stuff like that. And they're all like, you helped me so much, like, you. because of you, like, you pulled me out of dark times, like, I've had people contact me and say, like, I've saved them from suicide, like, crazy, crazy wow. stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just crazy, like, every day I'm getting, like, maybe, like, five to six messages that are like that, you know, and, um, I do, I do read. How, how does do that make you feel
0: when you, when you get those sort of messages? It's
1: crazy, man, it's crazy because, like, it's crazy, man, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, the thing is, man, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just a regular person, bro. Like, mm. I don't see myself as like, people see me as like some sort of like sensation, you know, some, somebody famous, like, but I don't, I don't see myself like that, man. I just see it like, it still, it still boggles me that, that this is happening. Like, I, you know, sometimes I feel like it's, it's not real, you know, but <laughs> you're going to me, wake up it's, from it's like, dream. Yeah, yeah, like, to me, I'm like I'm like a normal guy, man, like, I I mean, look at the way that I'm talking to you, it's like if we're, we're, you know, we've been buddies for years. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, so I've always, uh, it's just crazy, like, to, to get things like that, and that's, like, the other day, like, I, I got a bunch of messages on my Facebook, and I'm like, man, what are these, all these people, like, out of nowhere, and then they were all like, oh, thank you, like, we're studying your work in my literature class, and like this and that, and I'm like, what? in school like are you kidding me like i i don't even think my 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 work is up to academic standards you know like to me it's just a guy writing whatever he feels you know Mm. but yeah that kind of blows me away man every time i get those messages like that or i've had messages like like last year there was a there was a there was a, a prison in san francisco and and uh, one of the the counselors that contacted me and asked, they're telling me like how much like my work has helped the inmates and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, it's crazy, you know? Like, it's just crazy to hear, man. But yeah, it, it just throws me off, bro. Every time I hear something like that, you know.
0: That's amazing. And and how did you um? Yeah. How did you start to build that social media following? Because you've now got what you've got you've got over a million people that follow you on Instagram and yeah. tens of thousands on twitter and facebook how how did yeah, you yeah how did you build that
1: i think like people ask me all the time like especially other other um people that are doing the same thing that i'm doing so they sometimes they send me like messages like how do you do it and i'm always like I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I just did
0: it, all right. I don't
1: know, man. There's no, there's no recipe, bro. Like yeah, there's yeah. no, you know, there's no layout. Like I don't know, and and what I always say is like I just tell them to write consistently. Like if you're if you're posting three times a day, post three times, stop doing that, and and, and eventually, I mean, I mean, eventually something happens. Mm. I, I, everybody has a shot, you know. So, so that's what I say because because if I knew what I had done, then I would be doing it for other people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's I don't know the, the the code for this, you know. But but um, yeah, man, I I don't know like <laughs> what happened. It just kind of grew overnight, and then uh, I mean it it took it took some time, and then I remember a celebrity started posting me, and then it was growing overnight even faster. Like I remember there was times where where I was, I was at a certain uh number of followers, and then a celebrity would post my work, and I'd get like fifty thousand in one night. Wow, I, that's crazy to that's me. That's you know? crazy. Like, that yeah, it's like the power of social media. Like it's insane, and th- and and this thing that 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 a lot of people have, like a lot of regular people, man, like me, and then there's there's a couple other people that have hundreds of thousands of followers. These are things that companies kill for, you know, and mm. it's like. You know and, and we have that like we have that 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 we're in a time like we're in a time right now that that anybody could could do something with their art because of social media yeah yeah you know
0: you've got a few and celebrity followers don't you
1: yeah man it's crazy like it's insane like people that that i used to look up to like follow me and it's like what is this <laughs> I'm just like like I said man, I'm just a regular dude like i I don't see myself as you know as like uh you know a famous author or anything like that, like a John green, like I don't see myself as like that or or anything like that, you know, I'm just a guy that that's uh just posting stuff and then and then um uh, putting books out there, that's it, you know it
0: must be pretty cool when you see people with that kind of um uh, following and they're re uh, what's the right word and they're reposting stuff that you've written and this is your work and they they connect with yeah. it in a way that they want to put it out to people um, that follow them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, every every other day, like I see or I find out that. So and so posted, and like I, I had like Madonna post me not too long ago. Oh wow! I had Britney Spears. Um, I don't even know. It's just a list. Like there's just so many. I think everybody probably posted my work at one point. <laughs> but that's, it's that's crazy, man. man. Is yeah, like I'm, I, I like Brandy posted my Wu Tang posted my work. Uh, the Kardashian sisters posted my work. Uh, Nicki Minaj posted my work. I mean, there's a there's a list, man. But it, but it's just crazy like you know i don't i don't um i try not to see see it as like oh my god a, a celebrity post my work cuz i try to see it like all oh, the people you know just like like you and me the people too you know they mm. go through stuff they feel stuff you know you know these celebrities they're not they're not gods you know they're all normal right. people you know and they and they feel they feel the same things that we go through man they, they, you know, heartbreak, sadness, depression, like, happy, you know, they, they all go through that. Stuff. So, so when I see my work being posted, I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, it's cool, like, that that somebody in that, you know, that level um, gets to, gets, you know, shares my work, but also it's like, there's people just like you and me, you know? So, yeah. So, it's when not you, too surprising as well.
0: When you talk about people like Madonna posting your stuff, I mean, I'm sure it's... It, it's it's an amazing feeling, um, but as you say, we're, they're all just people and everyone has the same spectrum of emotions. Um, yeah, and, and of course, yeah. And particularly with work that is quite raw and really kind of jacked into the human condition and most of your stuff is about relationships uh, and everyone, everyone yeah. can relate to relationships.
1: Of course, yes. Yeah, I try to, I try to, um, I try to, like, explore different things, but, but, yeah, I, I, I write a lot about relationships, I write a lot of, about loss, um, I write a lot about death, you know, uh, and, you know, there's the certain things I, I, I like to stay close, uh, with the certain subjects and themes, but, I mean, I try to write a little bit of everything, it just depends on my mood, man, like, <laughs> Yeah. you know, so. Yeah, like, I had my brother pass away, like, on, on the 14th, on 2014, in August.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Man. And
1: ever since that, yeah, ever since that, I mean, I've been, like, I've been more aggressive with the writing. I've been writing more and stuff like that. Because I, like, uh, I always feel like, I always feel like I have something here, and I want to leave as much work as I as I could. Because you never know, you know, my brother, like, I swear, man, I, I was talking to my brother, like, two days before and he was just talking to me about normal things and then like two days later he's gone yeah i was like wow that just really really messed me up i really really messed me up bro like and and, and for me it was crazy because like i had i've had like aunts pass away and you know my grandparents and stuff like that but i wasn't close with, with none of them so it didn't really affect me so when this happened it just threw me back like it was like a like a different world you know after that but uh yeah sorry man i got distracted i got off track
0: no no that's okay it's i think i think when you have events in your life like that like things that really shatter you and and really mess you up that's where really this might sound a little bit crude but i think that's where really profound art can live you know if you have yeah. if you have definitely. a devastating experience it kind of really reminds you that life is short and and not to take it for granted and to be really honest with yourself about what you want to do and where you want to go and who you want to be
1: yeah yeah no definitely it was, it was definitely you know something that i mean to this day man i'm, I'm just like i'm still I, I i every day i'm like i can't believe it like you know but i've gone i've gotten to cope with it a little bit easier a little bit more than before but I, every day i'm just like wow i can't believe this like it's crazy you know but um yeah man i mean i i i try to i try to write with 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 him in my mind you know I'm trying to, trying to write like that with him in my mind and trying to you know just leave as much work as i could behind because i feel like Like, we had a plan, you know? Like, we had, like, we we wanted to jump into the music industry and this and that, and nobody really knew that this writing was going to pop off for me, but when it started blowing up, like, we were always like, oh, when when, when it blows up, like, we're going to jump into the music industry and just, like, write music for for artists and this and that, and we had, like, plans to do that, and then, like, this thing happened, and I was like, wow. So I kind of feel like I have to fulfill that, you know, at some point in my life, you know?
0: Yeah, I think I think. You know, <coughs> yeah, man. And I think your brother would be really proud of um of all the work that you've done and and what you continue to do.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the last nights, I was talking to him. He was like, he was like, oh man, because uh, I had just released this book called um, called Beautiful Chaos, and he was like, he was like, oh, this book is gonna blow up. Like, watch. It's it's gonna be like the 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 door to everything that we've always wanted to do with art and music and and then he was like yo like let's do what like Andy Warhol did like you know let's 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 do like something like that let's let's have like a factory type of thing and where artists and, and and musicians and everybody just gets together and creates work and I was I was all for that I mean I was like. Like like a renaissance, you know. Yeah. And I was all for that, but then you know this happened. And I was like, wow! Like this guy, this guy, my brother, he was a genius. Like, mm. there's people that think I'm a genius, but it's like, no, man, I'm just a regular dude. Like, I, I, I'm like a seed of this guy. Like this guy, this guy is a true genius, man. This guy is such a visionary. And and you know, obviously, you know that's the way the world works, man. They they they, they take away, you know, they take away from you that. And, and and you're left alone in the end, you know. But it's like, my brother was a genius. He's a visionary. I, I, you know, he was he was something else. He was really something else.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe you'll um you'll have the chance to fulfill his vision. And hey, if you need a filmmaker or a podcaster, I'll come and be part of the uh, the creative hub. <laughs>
1: Definitely, man. Definitely, bro. So I'm so sorry I got off topic, man. But I'm so passionate about when I talk to when I talk about them, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't please don't apologize. I mean, this the, my podcast is is all about you know life and 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 the things that happen, and it's just kind of using people's art as a platform and a launching pad into that sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely.
0: You you, you your yeah. family has um is from Colombia, isn't it?
1: Yes, Originally. yes, we're we're f- yes, my my both of my parents are are Colombian, they come from from Colombia. They um, they 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 were immigrants, and then you know we we just grew up here. But yeah, they're from Colombia. Yeah, well. they, Eng- they don't even speak English. They don't even speak English. Yeah, right.
0: yeah. Was, yeah. There, was there quite a rich kind of um, religious upbringing that you that you had coming from there?
1: yes it was um my my father was he's so he's um he's a, he's a he's a, he's a i don't know how to say it in 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 english but he's a, he's a, and that's like uh he's like a, a pastor in other words like he's yeah, wow. one of the leaders in yeah he's one of the leaders in his church in his um in his um church but local locally and my parents were my parents were mormons, so like growing up i was i was not allowed to like do certain things and go certain places and and dress a certain way and, and you know things like that so it was very i was very um caged up man because because of my parents' uh, religious um upbringing but I remember like when when i think when i started to when i started growing up man, I was like I I think I was like 14 years old, and I told my father because he he like he would make me go to like the seminary school and like do a bunch of stuff, and I and I never liked it, bro. Yeah. Like I was always like, you know, this is not me. Like, I don't I don't like it. You know, I don't I don't like it. I didn't like it. So so I remember when I was like 14, 15, maybe even 16. You know, I I confronted my dad with that because he was always pushing us to go, and and I told him like don't you think like by you making me go do something like isn't that the wrong thing to do like
2: yeah and then made, i started
1: <laughs> i started putting like religion into that because i was like god wouldn't want you that god wouldn't force you to do something everything of god is like everything godly is is on free will mm. you know so i i played that card on him yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> Did um,
0: like reverse guilt
1: and then it worked it worked <laughs> yeah it worked and then i was out of i was out of doing all that stuff and at that time, you know, I was a kid, man. So I was like, you know, staying in in uh, in church for like four hours. It was like, you know, ki- kids. A lot of kids, you know, the reality is, a lot of kids are, you know, they don't want to do that. You know, they they don't want to go to seminary school. They don't. They get extra things and this and that. And, and at that time, I was I was a kid. I was I wasn't into it. I was like, what am I doing here? I'm not even paying attention. Like I'm just here because my parents make me. I me do this. Mm. But yeah, they, they really they're really, really um religious man. Like they have such a strong foundation in that, but um and I have a lot of knowledge on that too, but I, I just feel like, you know, what from pages, like my my relationship with uh God is, is a is a different type of relationship than what my parents would consider a relationship with God, you know. But but you know, I mean you have to respect other people's beliefs and other people's, you know, re- religious views. I mean, that's what's mm. one of the one of the most important things. You know.
0: Yeah, I agree. What would you say your your kind of um, definition of of God is?
1: God, man, to me, the thing is, like, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of weird things happen, bro. And by that, I, I. Not not only like supernatural things, but I'm just saying like the way my life is, man. It's always been as if there is a God, you know, as yeah,
2: if yeah.
1: something something is really looking out for me. Because like where I come from, dude, it's like I'm not saying it's the worst place on the planet, but I'm saying there's like like everybody I know, like it, they didn't have anything to. You know, no, no, nothing, no influence to do anything. No, no ambition to do anything. So, mm. and there was a lot of drugs going on growing up, a lot of drinking, like all the, you know, at a, at a very young age, I saw that. So it was like, I know, I've always felt like out of everybody that I know, out of all my buddies and everything, I'm like, I was like the only one that was able to go to college. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was
1: the only one that was able to do anything that, 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 you know what most would consider, like, a normal a normal thing, you know, to do, like, so so for me, it's like I don't know what or God is or what, like, what He looks like what He is or what anything like that I don't know, but I know that that, that there has to be one because there's just been so many strange coincidences and strange things, mm. like, that have gotten me out of certain bubbles and, like, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't really put it into words, but there has to be some, uh, some sort of, some sort of higher, higher uh, entity, like looking out for me at least. And, um, I think my life is testament to that, but I, you know, that's another thing. Like, that's another interview, dude. Like, <laughs> I can go into details, like how, how, how my life has played out, but Like, like, whoa, that's crazy. Yo, that's like, wow, I can't believe that. Like, wow, you know, there's certain events like that, but, but yeah, I mean, my religious views is is, is, is there is a God. I mean, there mm. has to be.
0: It sounds like it sounds There's to no, me like you feel very blessed.
1: Yes, man. I mean, there there is no way. Like, not, and I'm not just I'm not saying because of this writing thing. I'm just saying like mm. before that, you know, there was things that that had happened, and and I was like, wow, like I was close. You know, that's a close one. And <laughs> and I've just always felt like that, man. Ever since I was a kid, it's always been like. Some sort
0: of something looking out for me, you know.
1: Yeah, Not yeah. cliche as that sounds. <laughs>
0: no, that's okay. I mean, cliches are cliches because they're like common <laughs> yeah. kind of occurrences.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of cliches are true, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, man, definitely. I
0: think your I think your writing is is very uh, very spiritual. It certainly um certainly strikes a chord with me and, and it feels quite uh I don't wanna say otherworldly but it's definitely very connected to a kind of collective emotional experience. Yeah,
1: yeah man. I don't know man. I, I, I and I don't know, like I feel like I don't know what's happening with me now, like that I like I don't know, man, like before I wasn't like this, like where I would see like I see something happen, and i see I feel something for that, like I feel something like I feel either bad or happy, like yeah. and before I wasn't like that, like I was just like you know, so I saw like for example, if I saw like like you know um a dog walking down the street like or walking down the highway uh, you know, which uh happened to me not so long and I actually saved like i I brought a, the dog into my car and I took it somewhere to get saved but. Like for example, that that occasion not too long ago, and and I stopped my car. Like I was like, you know, this poor dog is gonna get killed. But mm-hmm. I like I actually feel like to do something about it. And then I felt so bad for 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 this creature, and and you know, I, I felt like I had to do. So there's a lot of a lot of times where something like that happens, and then I just feel like like I gotta do something, you know. And and I, before I wasn't like that you know like before maybe like 10 years ago five years ago even you know if i'd see that i'd be like oh wow there's a dog in the street like damn it's gonna get killed oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and that's it
1: like i'd be like whatever and then you know just certain things like that with people with animals like you know everything i'm just like you know i just i feel like i have to do something mm.
0: you know? i feel but like I, th- I feel like the further you go into your kind of humanity your art yourself and you kind of start stripping away the layers and you just become really honest with yourself you become more sensitive to the world outside of you
1: yeah that that's exactly what uh, I wanted to say sensitive but I didn't want to use that word but <laughs> but yeah I feel like I'm more sensitive to to, to a lot of things than, than what I was before and I don't know if my, my brother's passing had to do anything like that but I just I just feel different towards
0: other things you know yeah yeah sure you speak a lot about yeah, um, about creating and kind of giving back and you know leaving a legacy or leaving you know leaving as much work behind as you can do you think that's what we're here for do you think that's what the meaning of life is is to kind of create and um and help people through our art
1: i don't know man i don't i don't know what uh the... I think nobody knows what the meaning of life is, but I think for me, like my, I think my purpose, like I could only speak for myself. You know, as the older I get and the older I see um, things happening, I think I think my purpose was to write, you know, and help people with with the writing. Now I say that because when I was like. When I was in high school, when I was in college, yes, you know, yes, I was into telling stories and I was into creating comics and little things like that, but I never, dude, like, no lie, I never, never saw myself as, like, I never thought I would actually put out a book, in other words, like, I never Mm. thought anything like this would happen, so it's funny because when I was in high school and then then especially throughout my college uh, career, You know, for example, um, when I was in college, a lot of teachers would always say, "You know what? You should consider being a a writer. Like you write, you write so delicate, you Mm. know, and it's so beautiful. Like the way." Yeah, but I I was like, you know, you know, teachers, you know, but um, I had I had so many professors tell me this consistently, like all the time, and I even had one at once at one point, um, asked me if I wanted to debate in front of the whole school because of the like the way that I would write. Oh, wow. He thought I was like a perfect candidate to do this. Yeah, and I was like, No, dude, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere fit for that. And and you could tell, like, I'm no like I I don't like to be in the spotlight, you know, that's another that's another story. I don't like to be in the spotlight. Mm. Nobody really knows what I look like. Like I don't I don't like that type of
0: Attention. Attention, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I
1: don't know how I don't know how I would react to that or you know whatever, but that's something else. But either way, yeah, I mean, I feel like the the the, the my meaning, and and it's funny because teachers have always said that to me, man, so, you know since I was a high school, like you should be a writer, like you should be a writer. And the whole time I was like, no, I want to be an animator, like I want to I want to I want to do animations. I want to work for Pixar. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I never really thought like I would actually consider this and then the moment that i started focusing on writing it kind of just you know took took its own path man mm-hmm. and it's crazy man because i'm like wow like all my life i've been trying to do something like i was trying to do music i was trying to be a painter i was trying to do you know i was trying to do so many things and then nothing never worked and i was like i just never stopped you know i was just I just kept doing it and doing it and then the moment I, f- I focus on writing, it just takes off. Oh, it's crazy, It's crazy, you know, so I feel like that's my purpose in life man, just to leave leave back some books and and, and you know hopefully i am the guy that in a hundred years from now inspires like a a, a child to pick up a, a pen and start writing you know yeah. that that would be like really, really ideal for me, bro
0: mm, yeah, it's funny. I' talk a lot on this podcast about people's definition of success. And I guess you kind of segued into it there a little bit, but you know, people I guess from the outside might look at what you've done and what you've achieved, and they would say that's success. But for you, it might be. Well, no, it's actually more inspiring people to do yeah, to follow man. their purpose. Yeah,
1: yeah and, and coming to that, it's it's like I I have people, you know, that I've known for years, and they're they they're always like dude, you made it, like, wow, you made it, and it's like, no, I haven't really made anything. Like, I don't feel like I have done anything on your Like, I, I feel like there's so much that I have to do. So so whenever mm. people are like, dude, you made it. What are you talking about? You made it. I'm like, nah, nah, no, I didn't. Don't, <laughs> I don't feel like I. I feel like, you know, I feel like this is like just a small stepping stone to something to, to, to something else but but i don't I, I mean even to this day bro like i don't feel like i've made it man like i don't feel like that like people think i i am got like some sort of rock star you know whatever it is and, and nah dude like i like i said man i'm just a regular dude but i don't feel like i've, I've made it or done anything like that man i feel like I, I have a lot to do with but definitely i'm definitely like i definitely want to leave behind some sort of legacy where it's like that like you know, like I said, like, uh, 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 to, to inspire, like, people to do the same thing. And although I'm doing that now, because there's a lot of times when people message me, and they're like, oh, because of you, like, I started writing poetry again and stuff like that. I think that's, that's such a, that's such a beautiful thing, but,
2: mm.
1: you know, I, I feel like what I've done now to this date, to date, is not where I, I don't feel like I, like, self-accomplished to the point where I'm like, oh, there, you know, like, I did something, like, let me stop. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I just always feel like I, there's so much more I could do. Even when I write, bro, always, I, like I'll write a book and I'll be like, I could write it better. And like I, I, I gotta push myself. I gotta, I gotta. I'll do the next book. I gotta write better. I gotta write better. I gotta get better. And I see that as, you know, something within myself. Man, I'm always trying to. I'm always trying to get better and better and better. You know? Yeah, yeah. Never satisfied. In other words, man, never satisfied with my own work.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I I don't know if you ever if people ever feel like they've made it unless their kind of ambitions are just to be famous, which I don't think yours are. It's more about the work and you know
1: yeah, inspiring man. people. And that, you know, yeah, dude, and, and and that's why like look, you go to my social media, and that's kind of like what blew me up, and like that, that's kind of like what got it out there, and 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 people. People know about me because of the social media, but I was never really interested in like being famous, bro. Like, there's been there's there's so many opportunities that I've had like to come out on national TV and and things like that. Like, I had a TED Talks conference I was invited to, but I didn't really want to do it. I had like some morning shows, and I, I always do like this, like 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 what you and I are doing. Yeah. Or like like a interview like um you know they send me the questions and I type them up I always do that but I always feel like you know that whole thing where where like being famous like I can't walk down the street yeah,
0: that'd be horrible <laughs> you know I,
1: I I yeah I always feel like like that's not I don't know if that's for me you know at least right now I don't feel like that's that's for me because I don't know how I would feel if, if I'm like in the grocery store and somebody comes up to me I don't know I don't know like I might feel like strange or things like that. So that's why one of the reasons like I really don't show my face so much or, or talk about me personally like, you know, 'cause because of, of that and I want everything to be just about my work. Mm. You know, I don't want yeah, I don't want to be like, um to to slowly turn into something else because that that could easily happen with with a little fame. But I just want it to be strictly, strictly to work. And, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why nobody nobody really knows what I look like. I mean, you could find me <laughs> physically. You could, you could find what I look like if you really, really look. But, you know, if you're just taking to the social media or something man, like uh, that, I'm like, rarely, bro, I, I post, like, a photo of me. Mm. Rarely. You
0: yeah. look like you look like the Iceman.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I want it. I don't know, you know. I just... I like kind done TV, but not not. There's been so many opportunities that I've let go because sometimes I, like for example, I did um, I did CBS for once, like maybe like two years ago, and and I felt like, damn, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I yeah, I was like, why did I do that? Like why? Like so? What is this? Like yeah. But anyway,s yeah, man.
0: Well, I think it's really, uh, I think it is really inspiring, and I find you to be quite an inspiring. um, Uh, figure and and you know whenever i read your your prose on my instagram account it really you know you know everyone's got uh, on their twitter or instagram or facebook and they're just flicking through and they've always got things that they skip over and things that they will read every post of and yours definitely falls under the latter category for me so where can um where can people find your books and um and poetry if they're looking for your work
1: yeah, if they're looking for my work on online, I I mean, um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Tumblr, I'm on, on Facebook, you know everything. Just just uh, search for me under RMDRK, or just Google RM Drake, and and uh, you know something will come up. And uh, bookstores, you know, like since I'm since I'm independent, like I'm I'm working on getting my books. On, into all bookstores globally, but it's a slow part. Like I just, I just knocked this, uh, a, a deal with like um, Greece and um, we're working on Japan. So there's certain countries that do have it, and then there's some that don't. <laughs> so and it's because of that, you know. I don't work with a major chain or anything like that. But uh, um, pretty much online, it's everywhere. I mean, Amazon, Martin, Noble, um, Waterstone.
2: Yeah, awesome.
1: Um, but in stores, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It depends on what country, um, you know, fans are in. Sometimes they carry,
0: sometimes they're not, you know. Mm. Well, I would highly recommend anyone listening to this check out your work. It is, uh, it's mind-blowing, um, I, I think. And every one of my friends who I've shared it with have, um, have had a similar reaction. Um, I'd really like to thank you for your time, Bobby Drake. Um, it's been a real pleasure chatting to you. <laughs> And I um I yeah, finish man. I finish all of my uh interviews with one question and that question is what makes you silly?
1: <laughs> what makes me silly, man? Oh man. Um I don't know man, what makes me silly? Probably watching um like all my old <laughs> all my old nineties shows, man, like uh Fresh Prince, Martin. <laughs> Uh, you know things like that. Hanging yeah. with Mr. Cooper, you know, old Ninja Turtles, yeah. you know? I mean, those things just make me feel like a little, a little kid. But I love it, dude. I mean, to this day, I'm like best show of hands, hands mm. down. You know, but that's made that those things make me silly, bro. Like old things, like things from the '90s. You know. Nostalgia yeah. trips. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Well, thank you so much, man. I really, really uh, have really appreciated your time, and thanks for being on the show.
1: Oh, man, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, bud. My pleasure. uh, Your pleasure.